Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnan. He's one of the engineers at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're happy to have him. And uh, we're happy to have you guys. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We have three lines wide open for you. I did want to bring up something really quick here, though. Um, cloud-based voice over IP systems. Uh, there's a threat actor, they call them, uh, <laughs> asking for $4.2 million, actual money, Ooh. probably in fake money. Hmm. But they're looking for $4.2 million from voip.ms. So that um, if, if they don't pay, they're going to continue the DDoS attack, which is a distributed denial of service, exactly as it sounds, on their cloud-based dial tone, right? So hmm. what happens when your cloud-based phone system is being hammered by a DDoS, Dennis? Uh, you don't get calls. No more calls. Can't make them, can't get them, and, and you can't get hold of the company that hosts them. Because they're down. Because they're down. Right, 80,000 customers across 125 countries. Nice big fat target, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so how might you avoid having your phone system for your law practice, your your hospital, or whoever's, whoever's using this service? How might you mitigate this from occurring to you? Well, you could... It's not a trick question. It's yeah. You could have your own phone service ah, that yes. you're hosting internally from your own network, right? So, you know, the cloud is a great thing, right? It can be a, it can be a great thing for things, but when every user on the cloud is impacted, your phone system is now down because you went and put it in the cloud. The way to mitigate this is there are plenty of phone systems you can get that actually sit in your four walls. And the dial tone, the one we offer, is agnostic, right? Mm-hmm. We Our phone systems that we install can handle plain old telephone lines. They can handle any kind of uh, uh, T1 style lines, all the old, old, the old st- style stuff, and VOIP. Yeah. And it's only you in control of it rather than being um, 
vulnerable to this type of attack. It's just your phone. It's your phone system. And believe it or not, it's less expensive to own your own phone system than to rent it in the cloud forever. Yeah. I, t- I talk to people who are paying 10, 20, 30 bucks a month per handset for their cloudy phone system. And if they just did the math times what they're paying per handset, they could buy our phone system three or four times Whoa. over a, over a five-year period rather than renting it and actually having this potential thing, issue occur to you. Right. So I'll put the link up here for you so you can understand. Understanding is all I want you to do. You can do the math. I want you to understand when you put it in the cloud, when the cloud gets impacted, guess who's impacted? You. <laughs> exactly. And you can't do anything about it. Uh, you right. have literally it's no not recourse. Your thing. Right. And uh, versus when you have control over your own destiny with whatever device you have in your four walls. You get all the benefits and features and cool stuff of a VOIP phone system without the vulnerability of having it down in the cloud right. when it gets impacted in this way. So, you know, I'll put the link up here for you. You can read the story yourself. But those guys are looking at $4.2 million ransom if they want to let their phone system work again. Ouch. I'm not making it up. Uh, let's go to your calls. They're going to go to John in Higginham first. Morning, John. Good morning. Good morning, Eric. What can we do for you? I have a problem with uh, Dropbox. Okay. This past uh, Wednesday morning, I logged on to Dropbox, and it said that this account is disabled. Oh. Uh, and encouraged me to change my password. And when I try to do that, it uh, says uh, you, that you have to log on to um, Dropbox in order to in order to change your password. There's the only op- option I had to contact them was something called Chatterbox. And I put in my email address and the description of the problem, and I got an email back from them that shows a big flashing red screen that says, this message seems dangerous. <coughs> what? And, yeah, many people have marked similar messengers as phishing scams. Now, this is from Dropbox support itself. But wait a huh. minute. So, John, you, you just tried to use Dropbox. You didn't have an email that came in. First, oh, you yeah. you just so tried I, to use the tool. That is correct. I tried getting into Dropbox. Right, and so in their case, they're saying, "Oh, wait a minute, John. You, we have seen these types of things hit our customers, and then they're tricked into giving uh, giving credentials out. So that it looks like the support folks are assuming your issue started from a phishing scam. Oh, wow. Versus, it's them. They they your your Dropbox was disabled. Correct. So, yeah. How long have you not logged into Dropbox? Usually after 12 months, they do do this. Oh, wow. I use Dropbox every day. Oh, all right. Absolutely every day, which is why I was so surprised. The only thing that I could think of is I have a Malwarebytes VPN. Yeah. yeah. And when I log into Dropbox, I have to disable that. And if I don't disable that, I get a message saying that it looks like somebody's trying to log into your account. Is this you? And I kept on answering, yes, it's me, it's me, every time I get the message. Right. And, um, so now maybe they're thinking, uh, the last couple of times I just ignored it, saying, you know, they know who the heck I am. But apparently that's maybe what caused it. But my biggest no. concern is I can't, I can't get in touch with them at all. Wait, you, uh, wait, so John, you can't get in touch with the cloud to get access to your stuff? That is correct. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> how much do you pay for that? One hundred and twenty-five dollars and thirty-two cents a year. So you're paying for this privilege? Oh yeah, oh yeah. My, I, as a matter of fact, I checked on my status. I went back to last November of two thousand and twenty, and I they took my money and it, and they said they'll renew me in two thousand twenty-one in November. So uh, I just don't. I don't know. I'm amazed that there is no way 
that you can get in touch with them. So. Well, I'm not, um, but that's just that's just the nature of the beast. So this is a legitimate business account you're paying for, some sort of paid account. You reached out to their support, and they think this is all stemming from from spam, which it's not. They've disabled your account either on purpose or by accident. It has nothing to do with malware bytes. I can tell you oh, that. Oh, good, good. Did oh, you have yeah. two factor authentication turned on? Sounds like you did. Uh, um, I'm I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Uh, okay. Been so long since I paid attention to it. I just I have an icon, a shortcut in my on my desktop, and I just click into it, and it takes me right into it. Yeah, we're doing some research. I know Dennis is feverishly trying to find out what might be the issue. Well, I'm trying to actually get him a phone number for somebody to call. <laughs> oh, God, that would be great. Uh, they did give me a ticket number and all that kind of a thing. And okay. they said that oh. your question's been received by our support team. We'll get in touch with you if, with a solution or if we need more details. In the meantime, you have you checked the uh, help center, which I did. Right. And uh, they say that give us one to two business days in order to get back to you, and that was, I first tried last Wednesday. Yeah. So I knew today was going to be a dead because of Saturday, but I just hoped against hope, and then I tuned into you, and I said, hey, I, I should call Eric. Yeah, well, so unfortunately, we don't work for Dropbox, but it sounds like a problem <laughs> on their end. You know, they did something to your account, or your account has been disabled for whatever reason. Maybe it could have been that someone has been trying to log in as you, and they might have protected you, right, by, by disabling the account, which would be a, a feature you'd want. You wouldn't want, yeah. if I'm guessing John at Higginham's password for, for Dropbox, I'm trying to get in your system, you'd want them to stop after X number of attempts. Um, so that's a good thing. That could be a good thing. Uh, they, they, don't, they don't seem to be too sure about why your account's disabled. Um, but there's really not a whole lot we can do for you uh, as far as getting you credentialed for Dropbox to bring it back online. But your story is a great one. It's a good one for people to realize, right? I mean, you've got your data out there. If it's only out there and you needed to get something done, well, you're not getting it done. Yep. And uh, it depends on how much you need to rely on it. I figured I'd give you a try. No, no, I appreciate that. Dennis might have come up with a number here. Uh, No? Still looking. He's still looking. So there's no numbers. (laughs) There's no numbers for you, so you're stuck with your ticket and your the way you're communicating with these folks. I'd like to hear what happens, so give us a ring back on next Saturday to see to let us know what occurred, John. That might be helpful for listeners too. You got a deal, Eric. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you very right. much for taking my call. Anytime. Good luck. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye bye. So that's a great kind of warning, right? Um, oh yeah. You know, be aware that just be, you placed your stuff out there. If you really need to get something done and the cloud says no, we really have no recourse whatsoever um, to do anything. So maybe you should consider having a local repository of the data. Then you're going to say to yourself, well, then why am I paying for that cloud repository of the data? <laughs> I don't know why you are, um, <laughs> but that's what you're doing. What do you got, Dennis? Anything? I haven't been able to come up with anything. Nothing. Yeah. Um, actually, well, I've got a phone number. Yeah, but you're not sure it's them? Uh yeah, it's this is on a site. Um, I'm not sure I want to say the yeah. URL out yeah. loud. Then let's not give it. But out. I don't no, think sir. we're gonna give it out. So, all right, we're gonna step out for a quick break. Um, Fred, April, and Bill, hang on. One line open for you guys. Feel free to get online. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll be right back. Every OS waste your time from the desktop to the lap. 
Everything since Apple there you go, Joey. That's a good a bump in. <laughs> we are back. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Then Dr. Alessi will come in with uh, Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Um, so stick around for that. Um, let's go to your calls. You've been nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We're going to go to Fred and Avon. What's cooking, Fred? Hello. Hey. Um, I think uh, this is a mess. Uh, so what happened was... Uh, you think I, this is a mess? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a mess. I hear you, man. We agree. <laughs> IT's a mess. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you, you guys are doing a great job, though. Thank you. Um, so uh, I, I have this uh, uh, Lenovo ThinkPad, yep. and uh, warranty has run out, and uh, it, it, it asked me if I wanted to do a BIOS upgrade, and I thought, oh, that's not a bad idea. Uh, it, uh, the thing is like two years old. So, so I hit yes. Not, what, what I didn't realize was that uh, I was not plugged in at the time. And oh, power oh. ran out. Oh, and, uh, no. You lobotomized yeah. it, Fred. It is a mess. Yeah. Um, so uh, is this something I can fix, or do I now need to uh, bring it in somewhere? It, or, or is there any hope? Uh, did I lose all my data? Well, you didn't lose your data. You didn't lose no, your data. No, the data is still sitting on the drive in there. Um but here's my question: What happens when you power it up with the power plug-in? Uh, right now, it's just uh, well. First time I did it, it, it had a black screen. It had some words, and now there's nothing. Yeah, unfortunately, the bias is the actual operating system. It's the understanding the computer has of itself. So it's it's how it how the computer understands what it's got for hardware. Everything is all written to that bias, and you lobotomized it when the battery died as the update was occurring. Which is like of all the things I am always nervous about is our bias updates. Even with all the power applied, I'm worried about some little blink happening, and then what happens to you happens to you. Your data is fine; it's on the hard drive, but the laptop doesn't know it's a laptop anymore. Oh, it, it could think it's a toaster. It doesn't know what it is. Well, um, go ahead. I was going to say there. Uh, it looks like uh, Lenovo does have a, a recovery? bootable um, BIOS update tool to get back. And yeah, you would install this on a USB drive. Nice. And you uh, boot to that drive, and then it might allow you to update the BIOS. BIOS. Yeah. As long as the BIOS oh. knows it's a BIOS. <laughs> it's a little catch twenty two. Okay. So you might have a way to do it. That's good news. Yeah, so I, I so I need a USB drive. A USB I stick, need... like a thumb drive. Go out. Do you have like a little thumb thumb drive? I've I've seen those uh, at Best Buy, so yeah. so I, I imagine I can just buy one. Right. May, don't and... don't get one that's too too big. Sometimes uh, they may not work because they're too large. There might be specific instructions that we can give you. Is that what you're going to find, Dennis? Uh, yeah. Uh, this uh, what I'm looking at is a support page on Lenovo's website. Yeah. And it describes the different tools that they have. Um, it has a lot of different options. The one that you're going to go with is uh, the BIOS update uh, bootable CD. Mm -hmm. There's also a separate download, which is a README for that. Mm -hmm. The README is going to have the instructions on how to do it. So download both of those files yep. Yep. and read the README. Mm -hmm. uh, which is named that for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's going to tell you what to do, um, right. and I'm, we're gonna we're gonna get that out to you. 
Yeah, over at computertalkwithtab.com. So do you have another computer, Fred, you can use? Yes, I do. Okay. So it may all hope may not be lost here, um, which is good. Yeah. And once you put the bias back on there, uh-huh. you've learned your lesson about bias. Right. And I assume that it should... <laughs> I assume that it should be able to rewrite the BIOS completely right. when it boots to its own partition. The problem is, I don't know if anything got damaged. I, I mean, I assume it should work. I'm right. just saying there's maybe a small chance that it doesn't. Right, because the BIOS itself may not know that it's a BIOS itself anymore, the, the actual chip on there to receive the data. Right, and uh, it may not it may not accept the write. Right. From the okay. program, yeah. So let's so, hope it does. Yeah, so I'm going to try this BIOS update, uh, uh, put it on a thumb drive, yep. plug it in, and uh, I'll, I'll follow the README. There you go. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> so worst case scenario, if the BIOS doesn't even take the uh, uh, the update, uh, is this something I, I, I bring it to a hardware repair place and they, they what, what do they do? They take out my hard drive and I... I'll have to buy a new computer, or is there possibly a there's possibly Maybe. that case there. So you Maybe. wouldn't have to take it to any anywhere. You can open up the, since if this doesn't work, I would I think it's probably okay to pronounce it dead at that point. Yeah. Take oh. the hard drive out yourself, right? Flip it over, go read the instructions on removing the hard drive, and then get an adapter to adapt the drive to USB itself. And then yes, you may have to go out and buy a new machine. Plug that external drive now into that new machine, and then you can copy your data back over. Right. You don't need to to go to a shop for that. It's really not that difficult. And you can't really, frankly, do much more damage than you have. Um, if, you know, the drive's pretty safe, taking it out. You know, it's not going to, it's not that fragile. Unless you drop it. Uh, Don't drop it, Fred. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, thank you. Uh, so uh, at, at least my data is uh, kind of safe. I, oh, uh, yes. I yeah. Was, yeah, I was always worried about, uh, uh, they, they, they keep on trying to get me to, to put all my stuff on the cloud, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't quite done it yet. And uh, so, so uh, what, what I got on the hard drive is, uh, is you know, all my, uh, all my email, family photos, and everything. So it's just trying not to lose it. So, all. Fred, have you backed it up? Uh, I did. Are you, are you married? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to stay married? <laughs> <laughs> you back it up, Fred. Yeah. That, does she know what happened? Uh, yeah, she knows what happened. She still has better, uh, more hope than me. She she understands computer less, even less than I do. So she she, she thinks it's good. Ignorance is bliss. Uh, but good for you. But uh, get that thing backed up once you get the the machine up. Okay. Right. I'll save my hard drive any way any, any way I can. Yeah, and your marriage. <laughs> yes. All right, all right we got to let you go, Fred. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. You're welcome. Good luck. Uh, bias updates. They can be deadly. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. We'll be right back. And we are back on this lovely Saturday morning. You guys are great for uh, calling in and keeping Dennis and I busy. And uh, we're... Here to help you guys out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And let's go right to your calls. We're going to go right to April in East Hartford next. And what's going on, April? Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm new at these cell phone things, and I'm having a problem. Mm. I put a large SD card in the phone when I first got it, and I cannot get 
the pictures to go to the SD card. It's, they seem to be all saving to the phone instead of the SD card, and now it's telling me I don't have enough storage to take any pictures. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's classic. It's a classic. Uh, what kind of what kind of phone do you have, April? It's an A O one Samsung. A O one. Yeah. Yeah, it's called an A O one. It's a D yeah. four. You know this phone then, huh, Dennis? I know a little bit about it. Sure. It was free. <laughs> oh, was it? Yeah. Only yeah. only monthly payments of seventy dollars a month for your cell bill. No, it wasn't. It, I didn't have to pay for it because I've been with this these people for so long, and I just I went from a flip phone to this, and nope. I'm trying. Trying to, I'm one of those people. No, I'm that's fine. No, no, no. And I'm just trying to figure it out, and I, it just keeps going. It seems to be going to the phone, and then it's telling me I don't have any storage, so I can't take any more pictures of butterflies. Well, <laughs> well what you're, what you're going to do is to open yeah. up the camera app yeah. and get into the settings for it. Yeah. And... You sh- at some point somewhere in the settings you should see an option to save to SD card. I had done that once and I don't know that's why I don't understand why it's not doing it. I figured it out. I mean it takes me forever to figure these things out, but I figured it out once and it says I put it to save to the SD card only. And that was when I realized that I was also being charged for the cloud, which I refused to use anything oh, on the cloud. So they yeah. they shut off. I don't want anything on the cloud. So they shut off my cloud. I called them. Yeah. And they shut off my cloud. And they actually gave me back the money that they'd been charging me for the cloud because there wasn't anything on the cloud. That <laughs> They're charging you for space you weren't even using. That's the cloud, man. What a, yeah. what a money-making tool. <laughs> yeah, so you have to call them and tell them because immediately when they start up the phone for you, like they set it up because I don't know how, so the guy at the store, of course, set it up. Yeah. And he did everything that he would do apparently for his phone. And when I found out I was paying for the cloud, they actually gave me a credit for nice. all that. Nice. Well, that's good. That's so, what they should do. Yeah, it was, it was lovely. But now I can't figure out how to get How to save to the SD card. I've got a... I can post an article, or Mike G can. Yeah, uh, he'll get that out to you. It is from Samsung's own website, and they tell you how to change that setting. And okay. so, and so sometimes after you make the change, you could do an iOS update that occurs, and then that that setting well, can could go revert. away. Yeah, yeah. So they're oh, anxious. So when you do an update, I have to go back and do it again. You may. You may. Because they're yeah. going to make money selling you storage in the cloud, right? They don't make any money when you yeah. put it on your little SD card. So yeah. it, you know, they're it's you know, it's part of their uh, you know commercial approach to data. Modem operandi, or whoever yeah. they say that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Modus operandi. So yeah, I would well, think you're you 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 have something to think about there. You never know where your data is being located, and I you know. It could change on you, so go ahead and try these settings, and let's see if it works, and let's see if it holds. Yeah, because I tried. I went to settings, and I I couldn't figure out where it was. And I actually downloaded the book for the phone. Yeah. And there's nothing in there. There isn't anything in there that's helpful at all. It tells you like just the basic. I mean, and it you know it's a lot of paper and ink, but it just doesn't tell you anything the specifics of how to do anything if you're new to this you know right. i need a an abc step guide i think we've got that for you yeah okay. i think i think you're going to be well covered okay that's excellent thank you so much for that i appreciate it you're welcome good luck april all right you guys have a great weekend yeah you too bye-bye bye-bye it shouldn't be that hard right
No, it shouldn't. And but that's what happens. And yeah, you're right. They revert those settings because they want you to use their service. Oh wait a minute! I got three terabytes out in the cloud. How'd that happen? <laughs> I always thought I was using my local my local drive. Let's go to Bill in Windsor. Hey, Bill. Good morning. How are you today? Good, sir. How are you? Terrific. I have two questions that are both related to each other. Mm-hmm. I have an iPhone X. I purchased it about the time the phone came out, so it's been I've had it for a while. And when I do a battery check on it, it says the battery health is 86%. Uh, in the course of the day, I can drain it down to 20, 20%, 30%. Most of that time, I'm using a Panatronic earpiece, so that probably consumes more battery power per unit of time. But yeah. to replace the battery, it's about $70. So the decision is, if does it make sense to replace that phone with a new battery or just go for a new phone? What is your experience with battery replacement? Well, battery replacements can work fine if you can yes, do it. Yes, they can. Um, I'm torn about that because a new phone is going to be several hundred dollars um, if yeah. it's a new iPhone right. uh, versus 70 So just economically... And on simplest level, it's probably worth it to do. Yeah. Um, but you are investing money in older technology. Right. And it's Apple. And it's Apple. What happens when technology at Apple gets just slightly old? Uh, they drop support. <laughs> right. So here's right. the thing. You could be spending $70 to put a battery into a phone, and it works great for three months, and then they tell you that they're not going to support that model phone anymore. Right. Or the update for the iOS just or breaks won't go it, through, causes or, other issues. Right. So, being how how old would you say that phone is, Bill? Well, it's when the ever whenever the EX came out. That's what five six years ago now, somewhere around there. Yeah. So if it's if it's getting to that age, Dennis is right to caution you. Um, six years on an Apple device is is nice uh, if you can get that much time. So you might find that you're only going to get a year at the most out of it, or even less. So. Well, I purchased, I changed the battery in an older iPhone, mm-hmm. and I had very mixed results because the phone would get extremely hot when I would handle it, much more so than it would be the normal temperature I would experience handling it. So I, oh, it doesn't me, sound like a good battery got put in there. Yeah. The knockoff batteries might be trouble because if they're third-party manufactured, you could have other issues and like that. Yes. But, um, it, but Apple put it in, so I would have presumed they oh. put in there. Yeah. Oh. Done in the Apple store. Okay. Yeah, but it still might just not be a very good battery. Well, they did have the issue with heat and stuff like that, didn't they? After they throttled the ba- they throttled the phones. Oh, remember? Yes. So maybe it had to yes. do with that issue way back when. Yes. And the second part of the question is: a new iPhone would have the five G. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on a grandfathered plan now, which only has two G, two gigabytes a month. But I'm yeah. only using 1.2, 1.3, and I have carryover right. on that. The new plan, which is going to cost me more, promises unlimited data. But there's a big difference between 1.3 gigabytes used and unlimited. I, I don't need it. Right. Uh, and it's and dependent on who you talk to when you call Verizon, I can't get a good handle on how much the new plan would cost. Uh, it appears to be $15, $16 a month more. Right. Uh, yeah. I could stay on the grandfathered plan yeah. uh, that I'm on, but I won't have 5G service on it. You don't need 5G. And 5G. That's what I'm I, I only use phone calls. I don't stream data. I, I don't stream video. So. Yeah. Well, 5G hasn't even been deployed everywhere. Right. If I were to buy a 5G phone and take it home, 
I'm not getting 5G there. Right. And again, you know, and I'm not going to get it for another couple of years at least. Yeah. You're not going to need it either, Bill. 5G is really a great technology if you want to have, you know, a thousand people on the on the system, but you can still stream whatever you want to stream, even on the 4G systems. You don't need the bandwidth. Um, it's it's all marketing again. Right. Um, so 5G is wonderful when our cars are all talking to each other and, you know, we're saving, you know, they're watching each other from being banging into into one another. But your phone having 5G is is literally useless. Okay. You can watch anything in high definition without it now. Okay. So I would say, you know, it's up to you, Bill. You got to do the math on it a little bit here. But also look at alternative plans. I mean, consumer cellulars out there with some really good plans. You can get an unlocked phone that you can use at any carrier, right? And you can use uh, Google Fi. Check that out. That's what I use. My, my cell phone bill is always about 20 bucks a month. Uh, it's a pretty good price, okay. I would think. Um, I don't use a lot of data either. Most of us are on Wi-Fi. There's no reason for me to sit in my car and stream a movie. You know, right. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> Only kids do that. Um, most adults okay. don't do that. No, I'm, that's not something I do. Uh, the only time I'm really using it in the car is on a long trip for put, putting on Waze. But yeah. then I plug that into the car, so I'm not even draining battery. Okay. Right. Well, and Waze good. does not use much data either. No. Okay. No. So it's kind of you got to weigh it yourself there, Bill. Okay. Well, I had I appreciate it. I agree in the sense of putting uh, that much money into something that some other issue may go wrong with. Yeah. Yeah. But, That's the worry. Okay. Thank you very much for uh, help this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you for Have calling, Bill. Day. All right. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. All right. I think we got to step out, right, Joey? Taking a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Chris and Weathersfield, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. Healthy Rounds with Dr. Anthony Alessi. This morning, 11 till noon on WTIC News Talk 1080 and WTIC.com. And we are back. Yes, Dr. Alessi is up next, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. And we are here till 11 o'clock. And uh, Dennis and I, uh, this is Computer Talk with Tab. We are live. And we're going to go to Chris. We're alive until Joey record those games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're going to be here for a lot of a lot more Saturdays going. We shouldn't have any breaks coming up for any any time going forward. Let's go to uh, Chris in Weathersfield next. Hey, Chris. Yeah, hi. Um, just this week, um, my ears uh, picked up on the talk of uh, the USB C cables. Yeah. You know, for the phone uh, plugs uh, regulation. Right. You know, recognizing perhaps standardization uh, makes good architectural sense. Can mm-hmm. you tell me what you guys think? Well, uh, this is actually something that I was thinking about bringing up on the show. Right. Um, it's a it's a ruling that the EU has just issued or will issue. I'm right. not sure how far along it is, but it's it seems to be inevitable that USB-C is going to be the uh, interface that has to be used on smartphones that are sold in Europe. Right. Now, uh, what I think is that there are, I understand that Apple wants to have their own interface for their own reasons and their own profits. Right. But what I was just telling Eric yeah, off, we air, off air talking about um, is that there is a benefit to participating in a standard. And the thing that came to mind for me was the IBM PC, the original IBM PC that came out 50 years, 40 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now what made that take off as far as a marketable computer is that the different interfaces to it 
were all either open standards or they were just cheaply licensed mm-hmm. so that anybody anywhere could manufacture parts and cables or whatever that would fit into it. Yeah. The ISA expansion slot standard was open. The uh, serial uh, transmission protocol was open. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pinouts, even on things like the video cables, were all open standards. Anybody right. could make a monitor that would fit that, or a device that would plug in, or a, a expansion card that could go into that computer. And mm-hmm. what happened? That's exactly what happened. Everybody was making stuff for these things, yep. and it took off. Right now, but that, Apple, that wasn't government mandated. That no, was the industry. That was, that was what that IBM was chose to do with the thing when they made it. Correct. Apple works now, differently. They have their own ecosphere. Right. They have their own ecosphere. They worry about their own stuff. They want to sell their own stuff to their own standards at a ridiculous cost, at very high cost, and it makes them a lot of money. Yeah, but. If you've never heard of it, there is something, a principle of economics and mathematics called the Nash Equilibrium. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as a business or even a decision maker in anything that mathematics calls a game, which is a a contested market Mm -hmm. of any sort, sometimes it's to your benefit to actually help the whole system get better and bigger. Right. And then your long-term profits, as a part of that system, end up being higher. Sure, yeah. And the the Nash equilibrium has been proven. Yes. It, it, there are economic models built on it. It plays out every day all across the world. Right, but... It is a real thing. Now, the EU is a government body. Well, Probably yeah, doesn't know as Nash from its I'm not a I'm not a fan of government bodies yeah. telling everybody what to do with their stuff. But yeah. what I'm just getting at, I think Apple may be a little bit short-sighted hmm. as to what they can get out of this. They are upset. And they are upset. Yeah. And the long shot of it is, according to the article that I've got, is that they may go with a portless phone that doesn't have anything that you plug into it. Right. No cable for you. It it interconnects with other devices wirelessly, and it even gets power wirelessly. Right. So then there's the intended consequence, the unintended consequence of these guys saying it must be a USB-C. Well, they say, I'm not going to do anything. And, and, <laughs> and then... We're Apple. We do what we want. So that's, so, what, that's what we think, Chris. We appreciate the call. Okay, thanks. Yep. Um, running out of time today. Uh, you know, I don't know. Telling Government telling a business like that, I don't know. I have a hard time with it. We don't have time to talk about it more. But uh, we're going to be here. Uh, everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com by Mike G. And everything is also on our Facebook page. If you like us over at Tab Computer Systems, um, everything will get into your news feed if Zuckerberg deems it worthy. And uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Joey for producing. Appreciate that very much. And uh, feel free to stick around. Dr. Lessie's up next with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Anything you want to say, Dennis? I wanted to say, remember, there is no cloud. It's just someone else's computer. See you next Saturday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.